Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well today. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out the subreddit r slash am I the butthole. Before we get into today's stories, if you have a moment of your time and you'd like to support the channel, would you please consider clicking that subscribe button, maybe that like button too, and let's jump straight in to the good stuff. <laughs> Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Target Expensive, titled, Am I the Arsehole for not giving my cousin my grandmother's house after she passed? I'm a 27-year-old male, and my grandmother passed recently. In her will, she left me a four-bedroom, two-bath house. Now, before my grandmother passed, she was in danger of losing the house because of unpaid taxes. She asked various family members for help, but none did. I was in college at the time, and I had a huge student refund. She asked me for $1,500 to settle the debt. She said thank you and we never talked about it again. I didn't want my granny to be homeless after all. That was about eight years ago. Fast forward to today and I'm now the owner of a house in the heart of Atlanta. Prime real estate if I do say so myself. I plan on moving in at the end of the month before doing some light cleaning and renovation. Enter my cousin and her kids. She is upset with me because I got the house. She said, I don't have any kids and I should give her the house because in her eyes, I got the house for free. I thought she was crazy, but a lot of our family is on her side, stating it's hard out here for a single mother. They told me I can buy a house one day because I'm an able-bodied young man. It'll be harder for her because she has two kids. I'm like, she chose to have those two kids and that isn't my problem. Everyone is calling me selfish and hell, maybe I am, but my grandmother wanted me to have the house. Am I the arsehole? Now coming into this one, it's a very simple one for me. It's a not the arsehole, absolutely. Purely from the fact, as you said, your grandmother wanted you to have that house. That's all there is to it. No one else is entitled to a house just because they have children, right? And we see that thrown around a lot on this subreddit in these stories. I think we had one just yesterday where someone said, oh, I have children, so I deserve basically something of yours. And we're talking about a bloody house here. It's not like she's handing over the toaster. (laughs) You know what I mean? Damn, I should have said waffle iron then. And the final thing for me as well is that, you know, you helped your grandma in the past. I'm not saying you're entitled to the house because you helped your grandma, but did anyone else step up to help your grandma? According to the story, they didn't. And I think... That's probably why your grandma wanted you to have the house. You was the one that helped her in a time of need. So well done to you. Enjoy your house. I googled a couple of houses that's in central Atlanta and some of them look spicy. Obviously, they're all going to be different, but (laughs) it looks like a nice place to live. But Mohag the Moo Cow says not the asshole. Where was she when granny was about to be homeless? Spink7 says, not the asshole, it's your house. I hate the narrative that people who don't have kids should roll over to give people with kids anything and everything they want. Feathery Moron says, not the asshole, your gran left you the house, it's yours. Your cousin has absolutely no right to it. 
Why should having kids make her more eligible for it than you? Don't even bother to engage in any further conversations with anyone about this. Midnight Rose 77 says not the arsehole. Depending on where in Atlanta, property taxes can be expletive redacted and struggle. If your cousin wasn't able to help your grandmother out in her time of need, what makes her think she'd be able to afford property taxes, utilities, etc. now? Enjoy your new home, OP. And OP did mention that it's quite close to the Falcon Stadium, if that means anything to you guys. I thought I'd throw that out there. And I just Googled a picture of that stadium, and holy moly, that's an amazing stadium. And Puppy Dancer says, not the arsehole. If they want your cousin to live in a house so bad, they can let her and her kids move in with them. Your grandmother left the house to you. If your family keeps harassing you, just tell them that you're respecting your grandmother's last wishes and leave it at that. I'd recommend that you change the locks on the house ASAP, just in case any of them have a spare key to it. Now, what do you guys make of this first story? Do you think Cousin has any right to the house whatsoever or not? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Phoebe Bin, who says, I'm I the arsehole for saying if my sister is too stupid to work and pay for her own stuff, then she's too stupid to be away from our parents and I won't let her be my burden. My sister, 19, was diagnosed with a learning disability when she was seven. She was always my parents' favorite kid of the three of us and that just cemented it. My parents babied her badly and then they made excuses for her to be lazy because she's disabled or she struggles to learn. In time, my sister would use the excuse that she was too stupid to pick up her clothes off the floor or walk someplace herself instead of being driven by me or our brother, the middle kid. My parents expected me and my brother to take care of her because we were doing good in school and when we graduated, it was like we owed them all for some damn reason. I'm a college graduate and recently got a full-time job. Since then, my sister has been dying to move in with me. She keeps inviting herself to stay the weekend and I always say no. I've refused to let her into my damn house when she's shown up expecting to be let in. My brother has issues with it too, but he's still in college, so not as bad right now. I got a lecture from my parents and sister about why I won't let her stay. I told them it's not like she'd pay me or anything or buy food for herself. They said they could provide money, that I know she can't work. She said, yeah, she's too stupid to actually work. I said that if she's too stupid to work and pay for her own stuff, then she's too stupid to be away from our parents and they need to do all the taking care of her because she's not going to be my burden. As you can imagine, it didn't go down well. They said it was a horrible thing to say. Maybe it was, which is why I'm here. Am I? the arsehole. I'll start off with and not the arsehole for me. You're definitely not responsible for another person in this way and and your parents guilt tripping you and making you feel this way is absolutely horrible. A part of this that is absolutely breaking my heart though is that your sister has been told, I'm assuming from what I've read here, that, that she's talking about herself as being too stupid to do stuff. And sure, it may be like, you know, to manipulate others. It may be using it as like an excuse to manipulate. But the thought of someone thinking of themselves as too stupid and that being drilled into them so badly, that's what they're using all the time. I got to say, I feel incredibly sad about that. I am going to be interested if we find out in the comments what the learning disability may be, because I think that could have been clearer in the story. 
And I just remember some previous stories that we've read where parents pass the responsibility of their child onto another one of their children and expect them to, you know, care for them and move in with them and all this kind of thing. And I was just wondering if it's going down that road. I may be, co I may be totally wrong there, but I was getting little hints of that as well. But let's check out the comments to see what they say with consistent base who says not the arsehole your parents are making excuses for her and she likes it there are a lot of job opportunities for people with disability she is just a spoiled child compensate replies that saying not the arsehole don't let them guilt trip you into doing something like that which you aren't content with she is indeed not your burden your parents favorited her and per and parentified you in order to cater to her throughout your childhood. They built your resentment towards her and that's fathomable. You deserve to live by yourself and you don't need her clinging and bothersome things. Pink Unicorn says, my son was diagnosed with a learning disability about the same age. I still expected him to learn what he could with the best of his abilities and to become self-sufficient because I am not taking care of him forever. With help from an IEP, he graduated high school with his college associate's degree is currently working at McDonald's, a freaking miserable one, and is completing the process to become a school sub-para. He's 20 years old and doing great. A learning disability isn't the end as there are so many different kinds. My son just learned a bit slower when he was younger and needed people who understood that. These parents sure did their daughter a disservice. Good luck raising her forever. And Jasmina says not the asshole. She is and always has been your parents' responsibility. Your parents didn't try to teach her anything at all. They enabled her more and more and abused her because I assure you, I'm too stupid to work means for years they put this in her head and now it's rooted there so bad. You aren't her caregiver. They are the ones being harsh to her, not you. Knitting Fairy says not the arsehole. Your parents put her in a horrible position. Having LD does not make her stupid or unable to work and be independent. And one more from Eleven Phoenix who says not the asshole. She is not your responsibility. And you should not be forced to make space in your new independent life. Learning disabilities are legitimate issues for certain, but they are not your responsibilities. If she cannot live by herself, then your family can look into independent living options for disabled individuals. Unfortunately, your parents did your sister no favors by babying and coddling her. It is sad to hear her describe herself as too stupid, yet she is capable of using it as an excuse to get out of the most basic domestic habits. Instead, sounds like she is now a young adult who expects to be treated a certain way and believes that if she simply continues to do something, e.g. shows up at your door after being told no, she will eventually get what she wants. After all, it's worked with your parents, so why wouldn't the rest of the world go along too? Your parents have enabled an adult dependent here and they seem to want you and your brother to take over in their place. Sounds like your brother feels the same way as you. Time to have a sit down with your parents to talk about your sister. Might be best if she is not there and her care. Under no circumstance should you or your brother be maneuvered or guilted into becoming your sister's parent's substitute. Mum and dad need to resolve the situation they have nurtured and fostered for so many years edit but must admit that your comments could have been a bit more diplomatic and after going through op's comments i found a mention that is dyslexia don't quote me 100 percent on that but i'm gathering that's what it is from op's comments now let me know what your thoughts are on this story in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled, Am I the Asshole for Letting My Child Climb on a Rock? Hi. I'm a 35-year-old woman, and my three children are a 12-year-old boy, a 9-year-old boy, and a 7-year-old girl. My husband is a 35-year-old man. A couple of weeks ago, we went on a trip to visit some historical sites in several countries in Europe, basically like a road trip. My husband had a terrible headache on the fourth day of our trip, so he stayed at the hotel while our children and I went to a dolmen. Hopefully I pronounced that right. When we got there, my children were a bit bored, so I let them run around and play for a bit. There weren't a lot of people, so they were not bothering anyone. And then my nine-year-old climbed on one of the boulders of the dolmen. He looked so proud of himself when he managed to climb up, so I wanted to take a photo of him. But then a girl around 19, I'd say, walked up to me and sarcastically asked, do you let your kids climb on their grandparents' graves like that too? Needless to say, I got a bit angry and told her to mind her own business and said that a 5,000-year-old dead guy won't mind if a child climbs on a rock. Her face looked like I had just killed a puppy in front of her and she walked away. When we got back to the hotel, I told my husband about it and he said it's a bit tasteless to let someone climb on what's essentially a gravestone. I got mad because he wouldn't support me and undermined me in front of the children like that. I went to the bathroom where I called my sister to tell her what happened. She said that the girl shouldn't have approached me like that but that I was also wrong for the way I responded to her. I told her that the girl was out of line talking to someone that's older than her like that and I hung up. It's been a couple of weeks now and it just hasn't been sitting right with me. I've been thinking that maybe I am the arsehole and I guess I can see why someone would see a dolman as a grave. So, am I the arsehole for letting my child climb on a rock? Now, this is one of the ones where I'm going to come into this where I'm going to pretend I have hypothetical children. We're on a little road trip and we went to one of these places and... From my perspective, there was no way I would let one of my hypothetical children run and climb over one of these dolmens, if I, again, am pronouncing it correctly, which seem to be like considered as graves to, to let your children run and climb all over it. And let's not forget about the historical value, the potential damage. I know they're huge rocks that sometimes weigh tons, but there is the potential to damage them and damage the children as well. And it just comes across as a bit distasteful for me. So I will say you're the arsehole in this one. But Jacqueline says you're the arsehole. I have to go and look what a dolman is, but you're the arsehole for letting a kid climb on that. It is clearly a thing with ritual significance, and they also look somewhat precarious. Like a lot of people climbing on them could topple them. You're also the arsehole for thinking that she shouldn't call you out on letting your kids climb a tomb because she happens to be younger than you. 
even old people get to be called out when they do stupid shit. Yeah, and let's not forget about the way she was speaking at the very end of the story. Went to her husband and phoned her sister trying to justify the way that they spoke to someone and when they didn't get the answer they liked, they hung up and or got angry because they didn't get the response that they wanted. I could maybe understand if someone came across these rocks, didn't know what they were, let their children climb over them. Someone approached them and they went, oh, look, I'm really sorry, I didn't mean that. Kids get off there kind of thing. Then, you know, it would probably be a not the arsehole. But knowing what they are and letting your children climb on them, yeah. Miss Koala Bag says, you're the arsehole. I've just checked out what dolims are and they appear to be pretty clearly at least revered as graves, or at least thought of as that type of thing. So no, you probably shouldn't have let your kids climb. Was anyone else climbing it? Because if no, then you're in the wrong. And quotes, I told her that the girl was out of line for talking to someone older than her like that. And it says also this, you're not owed respect just because you are older. If you were doing something impolite, out of order, or overall looked down upon, she had every right to tell you so. Lola says you're the asshole. Those are historical sites and not a playground. The sci-fi guy says you're the asshole. It's a historical site as well as a grave site. Your actions are exactly why historical sites are ruined and destroyed and governments, archaeologists and historical societies struggle to keep them safe. Like putting fences around them to keep people like you out. And one more thing, your age means nothing when you're doing something wrong. You don't get a free pass from young people telling you that you're wrong just because you are older. You don't automatically gain respect either. I also like how you essentially want your husband to lie to you to make you feel you were right. Sorry, if you made a mistake, the first person to tell you should be your SO because they're the one you should trust the most with these kind of judgments. Instead, you got mad at him for not supporting you for being wrong. You have a lot to work on. Control Alt Del Me says you're the asshole. It's distasteful and ignorant. You could have taken it as an opportunity to educate your children about respecting their surroundings and especially burial grounds. The fact that you got mad at your husband for not taking your side is even worse. It's okay to admit you were wrong. and It's especially okay for your children to see you can be wrong. Do better. Now, let me know your thoughts on this story and do you have a different opinion on it? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from your local Redditor who says, Am I the asshole for telling my sister-in-law her friend is no longer allowed over because she wears revealing clothes around my husband? I, 23 female, have a husband, 24 male. He has a sister, 25 female, who he's extremely close to. Me and her have gotten along since my husband first introduced me to her and I actually consider her my sister. Recently, she has started living with us. She was supposed to get married to her fiance, but last second he canceled the wedding and she had nowhere to live since he was her support system financially. We took her in while she gets back up on her feet. Well, since she lives with us, we allow her to bring over her friends. One friend, 24 female, in particular sleeps over a lot. I don't really mind since sister-in-law's room is in the attic and her friend doesn't really come out of her room often. I have noticed though that when my husband is out and she comes out the attic, she would wear big hoodies and long baggy pants. But as soon as my husband comes back, she'll go back up to the attic and come back wearing booty shorts and basically a transparent shirt, which shows everything. I thought I was overreacting and didn't do anything about it. But the other day, my husband came to me shaking. When I asked him what was wrong, he basically cried to me that he felt extremely uncomfortable and angry. When I asked for a reason, he said that every time sister-in-law's friend comes over, she literally flirts non-stop with him when no one is around. 
Once apparently, she even took off her pants. When he told her not to, she said that she just needed some air. The reason why he was so upset this time was because a few minutes earlier, she had tried to grab his hand. My husband hates physical touch with anyone he's not comfortable with. Hence, that was a breaking point for him. After a long discussion between us two, we told sister-in-law how we didn't want her friend over anymore because she was making us both uncomfortable. Sister-in-law freaked out saying that it wasn't her friend's fault that my husband was attracted to her and started saying we were both some sexist assholes. I feel really bad, honestly. I'm a big woman activist and this has really made me feel like a sexist woman. Also, sister-in-law refuses to look at me now and I'm scared our relationship is ruined. I also feel bad because I know sister-in-law's friend was, was a big support system for her during these hard times and I might have taken that away from her. Am I the asshole? And we're gonna start straight away with a low consequence 1553 who says not the asshole. This friend is sexually harassing your husband. It has less to do with what she chooses to wear and much more to do with her unwillingness to respect personal space and take a no. It's not sexist in the slightest. Would you at all accept the man coming in, taking off his pants and touching someone against their will? It's the same for her. Snooze says not the asshole. Sister-in-law, this has nothing to do with your attraction to your friend. Your friend has been sexually harassing and touching my husband against his direct consent. He came to me shaken because of how uncomfortable your guest made him feel in his own home by touching him. You and I both know that he doesn't like being touched by people he is not comfortable with. What's sexist here is that you think that is 100% acceptable of your friend to do to someone else, let alone a married man who has no interest in her whatsoever. If you want to meet your friend, you can meet her outside of our home, but she is not allowed back, period. I am big on women activism, but that doesn't mean I am against it for men. Just as I actively disagree with sexual harassment for women, the same goes for men as well. If I find you led her back here after how uncomfortable she made your brother through her sexual harassment, I will serve you an eviction notice. I'm not going to be painted as a sexist asshole for protecting my husband from your terrible friend. It's okay if that's the kind of company you want to keep, but I and my husband, and he should tell her this too, do not want to. You don't know me says not the asshole. Honestly, you're being sexist as is your sister-in-law by not realizing this is sexual harassment. If the genders were swapped, would you or your sister-in-law have given a second thought to put in an immediate stop to this? Your husband is being sexually harassed in his own home, which is horrifically damaging to not have a safe space. Tell sister-in-law to hit the road if she's upset. This is not some odd case of misread signals. Her weird-ass married man-hunting friend is not worth your husband's mental health. Pistachio Cat says, I would say that sister-in-law's friend is sexually harassing your husband and trying to lure him into cheating. Sister-in-law seems to be on board with her friend doing this as she claims her husband was attracted to friend. Is it possible she's trying to sabotage your marriage to make up for her own failed relationship? And one more from Drunk on Martinis who says, not the asshole, the lunatic took her pants off and exposed herself. She's a creep and deserves to be ostracized. Now, what do you guys make of this story and all of today's stories if you choose to share your thoughts? Never any pressure though either. If you have a moment of your time and would like to support the channel, you can click that subscribe button, the like button too, and maybe share the stories with your friends on whatever platforms you choose. Again, never any pressure to do so, just if you want to. And a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today, getting involved daily. It means the absolute world and I can never thank you enough for what you do. Hopefully I will see you in the next one. Have a great day all. Much love. Man, I remember being so naive.
When life was good, weather and palm trees. Back in the day, you were everything I need. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams. Oh yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read. Oh yeah, you see we in despair, crime everywhere. You're selling false hope. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.